Hi, this is Liana Bolden with Eternally Speaking Now. Well, do you have some decisions to make? I remember a time when I was facing several weighty decisions all at one time. It was it was heavy. With each situation, I, I initially didn't know what to do. After prayer and waiting, some more prayer and more waiting, the answer still didn't come. I don't know about you, but as a general rule, I, I tend to say, when in doubt, wait. So, well, I continued to pray and wait. As deadlines to decide these things rapidly approached, honestly, stress and angst knocked at my door. Why were the answers so unclear? In these cases, there was a lot at stake. The decisions, like tumbling dominoes had the potential to affect many other people and events. Well, I didn't want to walk outside of God's will, so I sought godly counsel and I amped up my Bible study in hopes to hear the Lord more clearly. You know, soon thereafter, it's like the choices just revealed themselves. Answers suddenly appeared, (laughs) and I'll tell you, that was quite the relief. I immediately did what Jesus showed me, with peace and confirmation following closely at my heels. That was a huge relief. It seems the longer I've walked with God, the more I've realized that I don't have to make any decisions. I need only discover what my daddy already decided. Now, this may sound extreme to you, but it is true. It's a principle that is evident in both scripture and my own personal experience. Years back as a new believer in Christ, I remember standing at a crossroad between two job opportunities. Oh, I did the classic pros and cons list that I'd been used to doing. But this time, for the first time, I wanted Jesus to be at the center of my decision-making. I was no longer in charge. And I'd finally learned I didn't want to be. (laughs) Well, to get guidance, I made an appointment with the pastor. Hope and anticipation overwhelmed me as I drove to the church. Certainly God would tell this man of God which position I should take. Well, during the meeting, I grew increasingly frustrated. The pastor wasn't telling me what career was best. Didn't he have insider information? Didn't he have a special line to the Almighty? Well, maybe, but he kept steering the conversation away from my vocation and towards John 15. He asked me to get my Bible, and I opened it up to John 15 and followed along as he read the verses. I was left even more confused by all this talk about vines and branches and pruning and bearing fruit that God presents in John 15. I mean, what on earth did this all have to do with my critical, life-changing, urgent, future-determining decision? (sighs) Well, when we, or shall I say he, finished, the pastor sent me home with a video to watch. I couldn't believe it. Really? No answers, just a perplexing set of scriptures and some old VHS movie. (laughs) I was disappointed, impatient, and seemingly farther away from the decision than when I'd walked in. I left the church, drove home, and resigned to viewing the video. Oh, it was slow moving, 
and no one spoke in that video. There was background instrumental music and it was accompanied by dated pictures of, yes, you probably guessed it, pictures of vines and branches. All the while, the words of Jesus written in John 15 gently rolled across the screen. Here are verses four and five. Abide in me and I in you, Jesus says. As the branch cannot bear fruit of itself, unless it abides in the vine, neither can you, unless you abide in me. I am the vine, you are the branches. He who abides in me and I in him bears much fruit. For without me, you can do nothing. People, consider a branch that's been separated from its vine. And that little branch just thinks it can still produce something on its own. How completely ridiculous. Doesn't it know it will die if it's broken from its source of nourishment? Yes, it's silly to refer to a branch that can think, but it's even more absurd that we, who can be foolish branches ourselves, often fall for the same lie. What began as a cheesy VHS movie, a supposedly pointless production, concluded with tears streaming down my face that day. The Lord used his word in a humble video to teach me a timely, life-directing, profound, eternally impacting lesson. Just abide, God will decide. Let me say that again. Just abide, God will decide. After I watched that old video, I determined to zealously read the Bible and fervently pray through John 15. Shortly after that, something amazing happened. I woke up one morning about the time when both job offers needed a reply, and I just knew which position to accept and which to decline. I just knew. There was no question, no uncertainty. I had complete clarity. God had answered. And that decision turned out to be fruitful for years to come. A few verses later in John 15, Jesus says, If you abide in me and my words abide in you, you will ask what you desire and it shall be done for you. By this, my father is glorified that you bear much fruit. So you will be my disciples. Here's your challenge for today. Knowing God and surrendering to his will is absolute freedom. We don't have to decide anything just discover what God has already decided. Here are three of many verses that reveal how the Lord has already gotten everything figured out for us. He's an awesome father and we can trust him. Okay, here's Psalm 139, 16. Listen, we speak to the Lord saying, your eyes saw my substance being yet unformed and in your book, they all were written the days fashioned for me, when as yet there were none of them. Every single day of your life was written in God's book before any of your days came to be. Here's the next one, Ephesians 2.10. For we are his workmanship, 
created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. And then Acts 17, 26 to 28. God has made from one blood every nation of men to dwell on all the face of the earth. He has determined their pre-appointed times and the boundaries of their dwellings. God has pre-appointed them. He's determined them. The verses continue, so that they should seek the Lord in the hope that they might grope for him and find him, though he is not far from each of us. For in him we live and move and have our being. Did you know what the word abide means? That word, our English word abide, comes from the Greek word that means to dwell, to remain, to stay overnight. Okay, is that not so cool? See, when we abide in God, we dwell in him and him in us. We remain in him and him in us. He stays overnight. He will never leave us or forsake us. And when we do this, life is more like discovering our father's decisions for us than it is about us having to make decisions on our own. Now that is a great way to live. May you determine today to discover what God has already decided for you. Abide to decide.